podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 129. I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Peter. I just need everyone to know the IMDb redesign sucks, and I'm the saddest person in the world. Totally agree. Alex? I didn't notice the redesign. <laughs> oh, and, and Russ. Oh, no, that's going to send me into a spiral. Kind of a book of saw. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It is just about the end of May. We are coming up until, I don't know, the end of spring almost. Kind of feels like it. Kind of feels like summer. But... There have been a whole bunch of movies, both in theaters and streaming, that have come out over the last couple of weeks, and we are here to talk about some of them, not all of them, but you know, a good, a good, a good, a good, a couple, couple, couple that are worth talking about. And let's start with one that I am actually the most curious about, and Russ perfectly introduced at the beginning, and then I had a long meandering talking point that took us away from how Russ actually got us into the film. <laughs> So let's talk about Spiral from the book of Saw. I love to talk about Spiral, but before I talk about Spiral, I have to talk about Saw. Yes. Yep. And then before there was a movie called Saw, there was probably a movie called Saw Seven, the final chapter. And then before <laughs> Saw Seven, the final chapter, there was a movie called Saw Six. And then before Saw Six, there was a movie called Saw Five. Yep. And then before Saw Five, there was a movie called Saw Four. Mm-hmm. And before Saw Four, there was a movie called Saw Three. Nope. Before Saw. Three, there was a movie called Saw 2. What? Plus Saw 2, there was a movie called Saw. This is a movie that takes place in the same universe as that first movie Saw and that last movie Saw, uh, but it's a spin-off or a spiral, if you will. Uh, the last one was Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. All right, Jigsaw, sorry. So what I think works best yep. in Saw movies, because um, I did not like the first one, a huge hit. But after that, when I finally watched the others, they every single mo- every single movie is watch watching someone do like a high wire act, yes. like while jumping through flaming hoops, yep. like while blindfolded. But yep. you didn't pay for it; like it was all their choice. It's because they're all the hoops they have to jump through to connect their lore are insane, it, it, and it, they are obsessed with it. Fun. Yeah, they yeah. really are. And it's like. They progressively, honestly, get better in, in absurdity because yeah. they make the less sense. But they spend every movie spends the next every next movie spends all the time explaining the last movie you saw, even though every single movie ends in a cliffhanger that ties together the shit from the beginning. It's brilliant. No movie is about its movie. Yeah, and that's what's so fun, and that's why I like about them. This one does none of that, and I think it's where it suffers for me as a Saw film. As a Saw film, it's dog shit, because <laughs> yeah. as a certain character's introduced, you're like, oh, that's the guy. Oh, it's, oh, it's the most... Immediately. immediately. In, a, in eight seconds, you'll guess it, and then... A little while later, you're, you, it'll be confirmed, and it's just nothing but obvious hint after obvious hint after obvious hint. Until at one point, I, I don't. I guess I don't want to spoil it, but it's so obvious that I have to say this. At one point, and this is the what the eighth, ninth Saw movie, eight. 
Jigsaw. Yeah, saw one through seven Jigsaw nine. This this is a franchise that every death is built on these trap game right. things. <laughs> yeah, a, a character, one of the main characters, dies off screen. Oh, and we and okay. they don't even show us the trap they die in. Is that ever like? Explained? But that was bes- or is that just? But so that's the thing. So you're already sitting there being like, I'm pretty sure this dude's the one that's the killer. The killer, right? And then, yeah. and then they show you like kind of weird clips of his death, and you're like. Oh, thank you for confirming it. Because if this, if he wasn't the killer and if he was actually dead, we would see the fucking machine, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's it so painfully so But so so does it still have the weird uh, saw morality thing Ooh, where yeah. it's like where it's like yeah. you you once I don't know like gave someone the finger and now Paragon <laughs> Renegade, yeah. Oh killing, yeah, yeah. It's like killing thirty cops, right? Okay. And I, What's the like? There's the finger trap, and I can't remember what the finger said. Oh yeah, like, you were always taking stuff. Now you gotta take your fingers. He used what? that. Fi- used his fingers to shoot a innocent person. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Okay. And then one of the cops is like, "You took the stand a bunch and lied. That tongue yeah. was bad. So now you gotta whip your tongue out of your head." <laughs> yeah. I, but but so so was that at least funny like is yeah. it is it the absurdity of like because that's the things like, sometimes with saw you kind of are like taken aback by how ridiculous everything is yeah, and just sort of have thing. to laugh okay. so i guess here's the thing this saw this jigsaw spiral from the thank song, you it because it's a proper prequel. We yep. don't have any previous lore in this world to draw from other than oh. we know the Jigsaw is the real person. So maybe this one suffers from it's the first movie-itis, and we need a second spiral to make the first spiral make more sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel maybe. like you're, you're tingling right now when you try to tell me to watch it. I, I feel like your tigs right now when he tries to tell me to watch an anime. Oh like, my god! Yeah, let's. If you watch the first one hundred episodes, you yeah. can finally understand. Well, no, you uh, get. I mean, for Bleach, like those first like hundred and thirty, it's just a build up. To be fair, it's just a build up. But well, there, even like there's Chris Rock flashback scenes, and I'm like, okay, Saw movies thrive in on flashbacks. Yeah, to cool. connect. But so, you're connecting nothing I know already. So maybe this will matter more later. And in case you're wondering how they make Chris Rock look like a young rookie cop, they give him a backwards hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, how, how is he in this? Because this whole thing was yeah. his idea. It, I don't get it. He, he looks, everything he says and, every, and the way he acts, he looks like he's in a sketch about Saw movies. Yes. This kind of sounds awesome. I'm not going to lie. He, he's a, he and, can and act well when he wants to. Yeah, cool. uh, he just chooses not to in this movie, and Samuel Jackson was just like, "All right, cool, I'm getting paid how much?" And, yeah. he, he, he was phoning it. This was like his most phone-in phone role since like Anthony Hopkins was in uh, Transformers Five. <laughs> yeah, because Samuel Jackson did bad, right? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. And they also referenced New Jack City at one point in this. What? Movie. Like in this movie. 
in this universe as a because Chris Rock was Pookie in New Jack yeah. City. So he's talking about New Jack City and he dies. So there's a world where there is Detective Zeke Banks and Chris Rock. I want I want that movie. Yeah. It's 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 a mess. It's it it was really frustrating, as I said, for it to be so obvious, but there is some fun to be had with what Chris Rock's attempting to do. Okay. Oh yeah. But I would only say if you have some time, watch it, but it's one of those things, if they make a sequel, this is gonna become required watching because Saw sequels are batshit insane. Would that be from the book of Saw 2? Like, are there multiple books of Saw? I'm confused at, like, the subtitle. That's the weird thing. There's no book. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a spiral notebook or something? No, and, like, John Kramer really has nothing to do with this movie other than, like, he uh, inspired someone else to do what he does. So, no, not a single character from the originals is here, even in a small secondary or tertiary role so I don't get it it's like but they also took the focus away I don't know they made it they they tried to make like Saw and Seven rolled into one but they're not smart enough to do that okay disappointing but, yeah, I'd watch it again okay and it's bad <laughs> mm-hmm. alright but only with someone who hasn't seen it I'm Morbidly interested, as I yeah, am with all saw movies. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll see it. Yeah, I'll see it. I'll see what it. do we want to hit next? What next? I mean, from the book of Saw to I got nothing. The Army book of the of Dead. Eli. Yeah, I was going there, but I was like, that doesn't work for anything. So let's just talk about Army of the Dead. What? What? Oh, oh man, we could talk about this movie for almost as long as the movie. Yeah. What? Are, what are the two things? Two hours and twenty-eight minutes. What, what are the two things besides uh, overbloated length? Do you expect from a Zack Snyder film? Green screen. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, a plot uh, that doesn't make any sense. All right. Okay. Fair. Humor that doesn't connect really, but there's no humor. Uh, <laughs> CGI'd out mustache. No, there is. There is. I actually. I think this movie is its best when it's sort of attempting to be goofy. Like, when it opens, this movie has an opening, it's got a standard... When does it attack goofy other than the opening, which never... I I hate the opening credits. I don't mind it. It's it's at least more interesting than the movie we got. I'll give you that, yeah. Because at least... Did you not like it because of the gratuitous movies? I love it. Yeah, well, let me check computer. No, no. So, the thing is, that at least the the opening made use of Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that the thing about this movie is like, it's a cool idea. I think some of the zombie ideas of it are cool. Okay. Um, but but it didn't like it's. But for it, how long it was? <laughs> it fails as a heist movie, and as I told you the other day, Alex, like. It yeah. commits the biggest crime a heist movie can commit, which is the getting the team together scene. It's so boring. Boring. Oh. Yeah. And I and I forgot that uh, Tignataro was added in digitally afterwards. Yeah, that's oh, it's weird. So bad. The effects are so terrible. It's hilarious. yeah. I I did not watch this. I it it came up on uh, Netflix and I was like, oh yeah, Army of the Dead. I've heard some good things about this. Then I saw the runtime. 
And I said, that nah, this isn't for me. Who who watched this in one sitting? I did. Oh. I did. I actually did. I started wow. it. Wait, wait, wait. I started it. I got about 40 minutes in. No, I got an hour in, and then I took a shower. And then I finished the last night. Yeah, there's no reason. I waited till they got to Las Vegas and then I stopped, took a yeah. shower, and reset because I I can't do over two hours. It's really hard. streaming from home. It's really hard to do that from home. Like if I, I just look at a clock. Yeah, I think I, like I. Go ahead. Oh no, as you say, like I think that like this is one thing where like maybe people that did go to the theater for this did benefit from like having a set focus <laughs> maybe they picked up something i didn't no they Sorry, just would have been more bored i i feel like if i saw this in theaters i would have been way more yeah because the visuals are kind of a fart it's not oh yeah it doesn't do anything fun as i said it, it doesn't re it doesn't do a fun heist it doesn't do fun like zombie action with it all it's oddly pitched in this weird serious tone and it shouldn't be over two hours because there's no real plot to it, and they just try to shove this plot in a couple different parts. Like, it's, oh, 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 it's uh, Batista's daughter, and uh, uh, this lady oh. is in love with him, but it's not important. And it's like, none of that stuff matters. And then, the yeah, other, no. like, so much of this movie is blurry. There's like, Ooh, really? Yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. There's maybe one character who's in focus at a time, and the background isn't. Which is that's weird. The, so well, the weirdest crime for Zack Snyder. Peter, like, I actually saw a thing on this. He used a specific lens mm -hmm. that doesn't isn't normally used on a camera, like on like a on a digital like. He used a film camera that isn't normally used that on a digital. Uh, sorry, someone's buzzing my door. I'll be right back. <laughs> so yeah, but the weird thing is Zack Snyder <laughs> was his own DP. So the blame is fully on him for this movie looking yep. like shit. But uh, is it if you watch it, it fun? I mean, I it's look, not. That's, I, that's I, annoying. I chose it's to watch nobody instead of watching this. Yeah, and I was very happy with nobody. Yeah, that's the biggest crime of this movie is that it's a zombie heist movie. Right, and sounds great. It's not fun. It right. should it should be the easiest tee up of like just make it silly. And it's not that. Yeah, it, it yeah. takes itself seriously in a way that is is so not what I'm used to for Zack Snyder as it relates to shit like this. Okay. I thought Ooh. I was like, okay, you made Daughter of the Dead, and I love Daughter of the Dead. I'm yeah, like, you, you know how to do this. You're making smart, different kind of all zombies. This is a fun idea. Why isn't this movie? And all the actors are like, it's the right-looking people to be in this movie. It's yeah. just not having any fun. So then you don't have any fun. And I think that, like, the the character, like, like even if you look at, like, the beginning when you're seeing, like, the, the opening montage, you're seeing, like, the one guy whose thing was like the blade, remember? Yeah. Like the saw? Yeah. Like okay. he has this thing where it's like it takes in the beginning, like in the beginning opening montage, you're seeing all the different members of this team and they're like killing zombies in their own cool, unique way because like each 
characters got to have their own personality and a weapon right. to go with it. And they have all these rules about how to survive. Sure. Yeah. And like, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but this one guy's got a saw, and that's his thing. And he tells this one guy, like, don't touch my saw. And then later in the movie, when it comes time for <laughs> zombies to be killed, someone else just takes it and goes away and uses it to cut through a wall. Really? Well, he just fires the gun. He doesn't use the damn saw in his <laughs> <laughs> He talks about it. He talks about it. He's like, don't touch my saw. This is my thing. And then never touches it. And that's kind of the, like, that, for me, kind of encapsulates this movie. Like, it sets up something with a cool idea. It kind of dangles it. And then it just goes, nah, never mind. We're doing this. That's awful. And it is like, and their idea of this being is like, there's like, smarter zombies. There's like, a different classes of them. Like day of where the like day. because uh, there's a patient zero, and if the pa- if the patient zero because they never explain, he, like the, it opens with him escaping from a military convoy, okay. and like if he bites you, you're a smarter zombie. But if you get bitten by one of those other smarter zombies, you're just a regular zombie. Okay. Yeah. So there's like kind so, of like a weird zombie society, and of course, guess what? He's having a zombie baby because Zack Snyder <laughs> loves zombie babies. Oh my god. <laughs> But I like, like I like it. I like that idea, stuff. but it does nothing with them. They're like yeah. right. very odd set dressing that doesn't do anything, and it just concentrates on the not fun the movie's having. And, and I was kind of wondering if they were going to go for like almost like an I Am Legend type thing, where it's like, oh, the zombies have actually become smart, like a class of them are like smarter and better, and or something, or like. <laughs> I thought they were going to do something with all this stuff. Blitz is all. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's disapp- It's a disappointing movie. And wow. It's too, there's too much of it, too, which makes it uh, annoying on top of a disappointment. Right. And, you, and you can leave everything that's in this movie. You can, like, without, without re-editing new footage, new, you could cut this movie to an hour and 40 minutes and it play So yeah. it's, is this... it's like, it's... It's too fucking long and too plotting to be worth your time. Like, be shorter and only action. Yeah, and the biggest excitement is that it's not fun. If you if you say the genre mashup, your immediate response is that sounds fun. Yeah, totally. Yes. And if it's not, I would say don't see it. So is this? It's really long. The Snyder cut of Army of the Dead, then. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a Snyder four-hour cut of this that's that's better out there, but oof, I'm not going to see it. All right. Okay. Well, okay. I'm disappointed. I had read more good things about this than I than 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 I was really expecting to. Um, so it's eh, it's kind of on par for Zack Snyder to, to hear these yeah. remarks. Um, okay. Let's keep going with the with the with the with the double tap here for without remorse and those who wish me dead. I didn't see without remorse. I did see those who wish me dead. Uh, they're both written by Taylor Sheridan, who wrote um, uh, Sicario, yep. Hell High Water, uh, Wind, Wind River. Did he direct one of them as well? He directed. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're Very both dumb. like what he's been doing. They're both like very throwback '90s adult 
thriller slash action cliffhangerish adults in important situ in like dire situations with mm-hmm. a little action in them right a little more in without remorse which is a tom clancy movie that i think is fine yeah i i, I completely agree it is it for the 90 minutes that it was there i was like it's all right yeah. i'm not it's weird that both these movies do pregnant women in peril. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And in this, and without remorse, it's worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it's just like re- without remorse is a hundred percent. It's the most. I think it might be the most dad movie he's written so far. And it because it's written by him and it's directed by the Sicario Two director. So it's a. Uh, it's fucking boring, but yeah, oh, oh, all right. it's fine. Like yeah. it, it's it's a two and a half star movie where it's like exactly. I'll watch it. Uh, my dad will like it oddly more than anyone should. Yeah, it's, it's but it's it bringing nothing new to the table. So it's to set up a world for the Michael B. Jordan character to exactly because because okay. I I think this was announced with a Rainbow Six movie also right. Oh, yes. I think you're right. It, it was supposed to be a, a new, like, uh, they tried to get the, whatchamacallit, the uh, Jack Ryan movies off the ground, and it wasn't working, so they're like, oh, let's go to John Clark, since he's, like, a tougher, meaner, badasser uh, Jack Ryan. Maybe right. that'll work. And video uh, games. Start so. a different it, franchise. Well, this also felt like a video game sometimes. It looked like the trailer looked like a video game, and like it was. I was with my parents, and I was just like, "Do you guys want to watch Without Remorse or Those Who Wish Me Dead?" Didn't realize that they were the same director, and <laughs> they, they say, chose. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> they yeah. chose Those Who Wish Me Dead. Um, way, uh, way more. Um, anyway, so the thing about like, like Without Remorse, I think actually, like performance-wise, I think most people are are pretty good. Okay. Sure. To fine. Like I think they're all doing fine. Like um also do you think that Jamie Bell and Michael B. Jordan were like I haven't seen you since Fantastic Four? Do you think they talked about it at all? Oh they must have. <laughs> I hope so. Um Um so to pivot to those who wish me dead? Yep. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I agree. That's fine. I really liked it. <laughs> oh well those who wish me dead, yeah. Oh I thought you were saying without remorse. Yeah, remember oh, yeah. that's fine. No, Those who but, I really liked. It felt like a more. It felt more so in line with the kind of movies I saw a million of in the '90s, and it was it. It kind of felt like homey for that reason. <laughs> I I very much enjoyed it as well. It was also it was very fun watching this with my mom, who was like super into it, especially when the pregnant woman was like, uh, you know. Uh, I, like hiding oh, and like attacking, like a bat. Yeah, yeah. Bat. and she was just like, was... "This is what you get for messing with a pregnant woman." It was awesome to hear my mom screaming at the Honestly, TV. At one point, I was like, "That's actually a cooler movie than some of the it other is. movie that's happening." Totally. Um, but yeah, this is such like a this is such a movie that you would like rent based on the VHS cover. Like the cover, art. yeah. Like I didn't know this person was in this one. Uh, like. The fact that it's like again, it's like it's like a action movie built around a profession that's barely in it. Um, right. Every time and I like, saw it, know, I was just you like, and I both know twenty five years ago this would have been a Kevin Costner." Yes, a hundred percent. I every time when I watched the trailer, I was just like, 
Is this Firewatch the movie? I don't understand what's I, going on right now. The house yeah. And then... <laughs> don't continue. No, I had nothing. So go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, but it's just so funny because they they introduce in the beginning like this ragtag group of fire jumpers. Yep. <laughs> you don't see them again until nope. the very the end. Very they end. They come back. Very They're like, oh, oh, you're everyone's okay. All right, cool. Hey, hey. Yeah, those parts made it feel like they it that was just to get a slight sponsorship by some of these organizations or like the Parks Foundation. Like, yeah, it felt slightly commercially, but oh, like kind of in the same way that like Top Gun is like funded by the Navy, like. But I think at it's a little overly serious at times, so it makes you feel more like a Taylor Sheridan movie, but it's it's fun. Angelina Jolie's really good. She's very good I, in I, it. Yeah. Littlefinger is very good as just like a, uh, like a mean uh, villain type in, yeah. in this. Uh, I, I think they do a good job of kind of like doling out the story a little bit with like, a, especially in the beginning of the, the father and the son kind of like running away and not really knowing what's going on. We just know that yeah. something happened and there are bad guys after us and that's really all oh, you need I to know. I love uh, a big conspiracy that's never explained. Yep. I love that shit. And Tyler... Oh, Curry, then, then you didn't love Without Remorse because that big conspiracy is never explained at all. I got, I got... I think Without Remorse has given a little bit more backstory to what happened. That's true. They want to start a war. Yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, the, the pregnant woman, I think, was some of the best stuff in this, too. Yep. Um, I, I did. Did you like Angelina Jolie being so weird to, like, a 12-year-old kid being, like, fire is the way you can make girls make out with you? That was weird, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that was a creepy conversation. <laughs> I loved it. I, I, I want to watch yes. it again. Um, yeah, but I liked Littlefinger just being, like, completely, like, getting messed up throughout the movie. Just, like, <laughs> getting burnt oh, up. And oh, that was one of the best up. scenes. I, I think they almost needed a couple red shirt guys. Yeah. But, they, uh, but Nicholas Hout or whatever holds. He, was his, he got huge. Yeah. Like, when did but that he, happen? He's, like, he's, he's like just six, so four, six, five. five. He just yeah. on muscle. You just, you're not allowed to be tall and stuff. You picture him as shorter because, like, even in uh, Mad Max, you never really get a good sense of his height. That's true. I didn't know. Yeah. Because uh, even in The Favorite, he's giant, but, like, y your brain chocks that up to, like, the shoes of his, like, dandy shoes. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. But he's very tall. Um, yeah. I, I, if it's if it's still on HBO, I 100% recommend this movie. I think, I think it, it has like yeah. 10 days left. Yeah. And like, watch it with your parents. Like, I, yes. if, if you're lucky, it might still be on streaming by Father's Day. And I think that would be something that every dad would enjoy. Totally. I really like Taylor Sheridan, and I don't know what that says about <laughs> I think it just, it means you're going to be a good dad. That's be a good all. dad, Russ. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like... It, he, I think he's finding a better way to balance the seriousness with the kind of more breezy adult drama action thriller. Like I think Wind River is very good, but I think it goes too important at times. I, I well, Wind River it. is like it's like thirty minutes of something, and then I'm going to give you a thirty minutes in the middle that yep. rip your fucking heart out, and then I'm going to give you the the movie I was thinking again. But it, it, it like doesn't go back and forth as easily yeah. as it gets capital I important 
and it's fucking tough to watch. But I love I love like the re- his like repertory players. I think uh, what's we call it? Punisher. I can't think of his actual name. Oh, John Berthold. Yeah, I think he's a perfect fit. Yep. This universe of types of movies, I think it it, it, it suits him really well. Um, and I think Angelina Jolie. This was she. This was well served for her. I didn't. She's become the elder stateswoman of act of like action. Yeah. I and it's kind of cool to see her kind of do that again. You thought it was going to be Jennifer Garner for a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> I just feel, I feel like she's having more fun with it too. It's like it's not taking itself yeah. seriously. Yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like she went to like I gotta make important movies for for like the last decade and Maleficent, right. and now it's just kind of getting back to getting back to the the old her old shit. Yeah, she's back on her bullshit. She like. Open up the script, and she was just like, "Hmm, I get to I go in the back of a truck and open up a parachute. All right, let's go. Let's do yeah. this one." Um, Taylor Sheridan, if you're listening to this, um, and I know you are, uh, if you want to advertise your movies better, make sure you include them uh, with any like war miniatures that you sell, uh, <laughs> or like you know maybe just on some World War II documentaries, uh, just anywhere dads are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on TNT between showings of Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. oh man. Classic. All right. Couple left here. Um, let's talk about In the Earth. I have no idea what this I is. I fucking knew it. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, in the Earth, I'm actually going to give that uh, a me down because <laughs> no one knows what it is. Nope. No. In the Earth. Directed by oh I don't like how I have to click for director. Directed by Ben. What? Yeah, it's the new idea. As the world searches for a cure to a disastrous virus, a scientist and a park scout venture deep into the forest for a routine equipment run. Who saw this? I did. Uh, I'm a weirdo, so I didn't hate it. I, I I knew if anyone if this could be up anyone's alley it was going to be yours. It's <laughs> it's very odd. I didn't really gel with what it's doing. Um, this is from the director of Free Fire and High Rise. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are fun. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's. I didn't know it was a COVID movie, but it's technically a COVID movie. It sounded like but a COVID it, movie it takes, from the description. It takes place during. COVID. It's not important once they get to where they are at the very beginning, but like there's some weird shit going on in the woods and it's like connected to like this weird like connected earth spirit kind of thing and there's like constantly weird shit. I just don't I don't like the stylistic flourishes he used, like his use of like sound and light and and like um, rapid imagery I didn't love. Okay. That's fair. But which but, COVID? Is it like Songbird where it's like COVID-26 or is it COVID-19? COVID-23. No, they never say it, but okay. like the guy just shows up at the cabin outside the woods and the people have Ooh. masks on and he provides like proof of like a negative test and all that stuff at the beginning. Uh, into the woods with the guy. Like it's it's not important. But they, but they like mention quarantine and, and stuff like that. Like. He's supposed to be going in the woods, and they're like, "Have you been exercising to make sure like he could do the hike and all that?" Like, okay. But what, in the woods, it doesn't matter. And is it found footage? This sounds like it could be found nope. footage. It is not. No. Ah, all right, missed opportunity. But, 
the performances, especially with the two people that they meet in the woods, are great. Okay. Yeah, and and I mean the feeling that you have when you meet the people that they meet in the woods, your first your initial thought is correct. Um, and you're just watching people not make decisions fast enough for their own benefit. But um, it yeah, it's a it's a fucking weirdo movie, and I like those. It's like a combination of annihilation and like a war, like a I don't know fucking not I don't want to say melancholia or uh, midsummer. <laughs> it's just a weird fucking movie. Yeah, I get what um, you're trying to go for there. Okay. But you know, it's like it's kind of weird and foreboding, and it's uh, it's interesting. Like to me, it feels very student film. This sounds like it would be streaming more than it would be in theaters. Is this is or is this both? Uh, it was. Yeah. I think it's still in theaters, but I don't really know if it's available online anymore. Okay. Sorry, what's but, it called uh, again? I, I'm in of the earth. Yeah, in it, it feels like a student film. Uh, it's nothing special, but I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. But I'm weird, so I would. But I. This is a movie that I wouldn't recommend to a lot of people. Yeah. I. I. Uh, as I said, I think Russ would be the one person I recommend this to. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, they... hey, if you like weird shit, see it. Uh, if you don't, don't. Okay. Are they still in the heights while they're in the earth, or are they just <laughs> got them? <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> that's how you ruin a good conversation about a movie yep all right so we got one more that i think all of us have seen you has anyone seen mayor of east town do you guys want to talk about that no that's the hbo series yep that's the one <laughs> mr no, mayor it's very good it's very Before good we get i watched 20 minutes and i fell asleep i was like this is really philadelphia it's very philadelphia weirdo Yep, totally. Before we do the one that we've all seen, do you want me to go through my list real quick? Yes. Please. Okay. Um, Wait, uh, Wrath of Man real quick. Before that. Oh, yes, sorry, Wrath of Man. Oh, yeah, okay, Wrath of Man. I forgot about this. Yep. Didn't hate it. It's, so yeah, it's uh, Guy Ritchie's new movie. His first time pairing up with Jason Statham since Revolver? I think so. Sounds it has to right. be over a decade. Ago, yeah, and and it's the first time they're making a movie that's not that's not like doesn't have that kind of quick editing like lightness to it. Even though it's a crime yeah. film, it's like his it's his most straightforwardly uh, dark action movie, yeah. yeah, or action drama, yeah, yeah. It's told in three sections. Um, and the first two sections you can kind of get from the trailer. The third section's the one I like the best, and I wish we had more of that movie. I think this is a much better heist movie than it was a revenge flick. Are there zombies in it? No. 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 Um, Movies, like, and I think it's, like, like once that, as I said, that third section pops in, I think it's really great um, and really fun. It's just, I didn't, I, 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 but the problem was it was advertised as, like, from the trailers as like Jason Statham it works uh, for an armored car company, but he's kind he seems kind of crazy and he's really good at shooting people. And I didn't like that movie. So I left feeling weird about it. 
Hmm. I might like it better watching it again, like prepared for where it goes. But as I said, I really like the third section of it. Um, okay. But because of that, I would just rather see the oh god, I fucking forgot it again. The what was the bank heist movie with Gerard Butler and O'Shea Jackson from a couple of years ago? No one remembers Money Heist. Probably, I, no, I'll figure um, what did you think, Russ? I think Russ is gone. I think Russ might be gone. I'm looking up the uh, Gerard Butler film. What right I uh, oh, I was right. just talking about Wrath of Man. What are your thoughts? Oh, I liked it fine. Um, it's. Uh, I would have been. I feel like. Maybe there's a version of it that could have been a little bit more fun in that like old school Guy Ritchie uh, kind of way, and I wonder if he could have gone a little more John Wick with it, if okay. that would have worked, because I felt like um, the way they presented Statham's character through the first two acts, or first act really, um, it's like holy shit, who is this fucking boogeyman? And, mm. But yeah, it, it's enjoyable. Um, it's it's not treading any new ground. It feels like um, one day he got drunk and watched that Gerard Butler movie. I, <laughs> I mentioned Wait, that. And we I remember enough. the name. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Den of, oh. Yes. oh, yeah, yeah. It felt, it felt like Den of Thieves. And I don't hate Den of Thieves. That movie's like Junior, and this is like Okay. Yeah. So it's totally watchable, and because it's not over two hours, um, it's pretty all right. The now one more language. I would say: the dialogue in the first act is terrible. Yes, okay. I think I think all the jokes they go for in that first act are so bad, but. Um, it's it's fun to see Josh Hartnett on the screen again. No it's way! Yeah. yeah, yeah, Joe Hart. Huh? Does yeah. he die? Um, slowly. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, so many people die. Okay, that's that, that sounds like a Guy Ritchie film, an old Guy Ritchie. So film. if you want to watch Jason Statham be part of the reason lots of people die. Mm-hmm. You know I do. You know and I now do. I imagine in this movie everyone talks very slow and seriously. Um, do you want to explain that joke? No, because the guy like they're always like it's like a fast. Oh no no no! Fast and everyone jerky. in this movie talks like you know, you know the first the heist scene in uh, the Dark Knight. Yep, where. Yeah you know there's something and everyone's kind of like talking in a way that doesn't feel supernatural that's how everyone talks in this movie especially in the beginning okay. you're just trying to figure out okay what's the thing what's the thing of this what's the right. thing and, but it's, it's totally totally fine again if you're a dad yeah. you're not going to have a single problem with this movie. Okay. you're going to like it yeah, um, is this one coming to streaming soon? Is it like one of the Paramount or it's, any one of like a real theater only? 
thing. Oh it's wow! Real theater, it's real theater only, but I think they're doing that quick release window, so this should be able to ramp on Voodoo like within a week or so. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I, actually, I think it might be rentable right now. Wow. Okay. There's. Um, the one actress I just want to shout out because I really like her. Uh, I don't. She's Irish. Uh, she's in uh, uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO, uh, Ridley Scott's show. Um, yeah. Oh, how uh, is that show? I liked that. First name, but it's like Niam Algar. Um, she's great in it. In this, and she's, she's got this movie coming out. She's got this movie coming out called Censor this year that seems very up all of our alleys, and I would I would. Suggest you guys track down the trailer. And yes, you can rent uh, yeah. Wrath of Man right now for twenty bucks on Voodoo or probably other ones. Premium rentals, yeah. Uh, cool. Nice. Awesome. All right. Want to right. give us a peek down? Yeah, I'll go through uh, a bunch of stuff I saw. Um, Limbo. Uh, which was like a, a con little movie kid and it. trying to find out yeah. what happened yeah. to his sister. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah, two people holding From, the bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is weird gravity puzzles. Uh, and the Toronto. It's like a, it's a film festival movie from last year. It's about a Syrian refugee in this like small Scottish island in in like um, seeking asylum, but he's like stuck in the limbo of it all. Um, and it's. It's pretty good. It it's it it does like a very kind of Wes Andersy sort of beginning to kind of seem a little quirky before it it pivots to like really hit the like the kind of horror of this whole like situation for these people. Okay. Um but but I I don't think the first half works as well, but it is pretty good. Um I would still suggest that it's it's, it's well done. Um I think that there's, there's a couple of performances that are very good as well. Um, but that's Limbo. Uh, Paper Tigers is fun. It's about... Uh, I'll read the, the synopsis. Sorry, Russ. Um, whoa, three whoa, kung fu whoa. prodigies have grown washed up middle-aged men. Now one kick away from pulling them, their ha- pulling their hamstrings. This is why I don't do it. Russ does it. Not but so when they're easy. Mass- <laughs> yeah. So it's like three washed up... Um, uh, kung fu like teens but then they're now adults getting back together because their master was murdered um but they're very bad at oh, it there's some I very fun see, stuff in it i watched the trailer for this it looked awesome yeah yeah i think it's a little it, it muddles the opening a little bit so it takes a little while to kind of figure out like who these people are and what we're supposed to really kind of care about about the story i don't think the it does like a montage to set it all up that i don't think is effective as a montage okay um there's that uh Oxygen, which is currently on Netflix, is the new movie from the director of Crawl. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, What's it, Crawl? Is that Alejandro Aja? Yeah. It's like um, uh, like a person wakes up in a box and doesn't know how they got there moving. Um, so it's all in that one location of just one woman uh, in this like uh, medical cryo chamber trying to figure out uh, why she's there, who she is, and how she can get out because her oxygen's running out. Is um, it in English or is it French? No, it is It is French subtitles. The main performance is very good, and I think it's got some fun twists and turns to it that make it worth it, but you know, you have to be prepared to watch a one-location film 
in French <laughs> if you want to watch it, but I, I like it. Um, the director of Crawl gets automatic pass for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, is yeah, all of our questions in over two hours? No, it's an hour 40. Done. All right. I think it moves very well. It's, it's, it's a pretty hefty length for a one-location movie, but I think it's really good. Um, uh, Woman in the Window, which is the uh, Amy Adams movie. Yep. Uh, that, uh, oh God, now I can't remember the director either, but big director. Joe Wright. Like, Joe Wright. Um, that was supposed to probably come out two years ago, got fucked up by the Fox deal. There's all sort of reshoots, and it's so bad. That's I can't. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. terrible. Okay. Um, it's 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 not even a go see how terrible it is. It's a big old skip. I wouldn't do it. Okay. And um, I, I feel like this is a like a genre that was kind of doing all right for a while. Like one girl kind of brought it back, and then the girl yeah. on the train. I so I was and and that weird that other one that she did with um uh. With uh, uh, fucking Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. I can't remember the name of it. Nocturnal Animals. Yep. I feel like this is like that, like kind of uh, sexy lady movie that does well that I end up enjoying and is a killer or a bad person. It's just not good. It's it, no, it's it's completely muddled. There might have been a good movie in there at some point, but it's it clearly cut to shit, and it doesn't make a whole lot of it doesn't make any interesting narrative sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty boring. She's fine, but it just it, as I said, it's just like it's not an engaging thriller whatsoever. Um, uh, Dream Horse, which is the softest movie of the year. It's uh, it that's the Tony Collette, um breeds a racehorse of all the people in the Welsh village. Um, uh, what? It's, yeah, it's super cute. It's, like, just one of those, like, uplifting small, te- small, small poor town stories. Um, it, it's, but she's really great in it. I think it's very fun. And it was one of those just, like, I think I just, it was one of those things that, like, I just needed a regular movie mm-hmm. to go see in theaters, too. From, like, all the bigger stuff, it was really fun to see, like, a really decently well done, like, softball of a movie um so I would suggest it but I would watch the trailer first and if it does not feel like your thing don't watch it okay <laughs> but into the trailer definitely see it I think it's very good um the final one one of my favorite movies of the year now um that's 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 on my current best of the year list is Together Together uh with Ned really? Helms and the Pat- trailer can do a goddamn thing for me I think it's a delight um, it's Ed Helms and Pat, was Patty Harrison, right? What's her name? Something like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, he plays yeah, a single man. Yeah. He is a single uh, man in his 40s uh, trying to hire a, I'm sorry, who hires a surrogate because he wants to start a family on his own. And it's just a very funny, sweet, well done friend movie. Um mm-hmm. Like you don't have to worry about this older man falling in love with this twenty something like or anything like that, but it's very I just think it's like a nice hangout film for the two of them and it's it's a really good time. I would highly suggest it it's wonderful okay it feels short yeah. to me, so maybe I'll watch it yeah. 
That's, it's 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 an absolute delight. Um, and that's the list of things I saw. Okay. But I would definitely I would highly suggest together together. All right. Yeah. The the okay. that sounded good. That sounded okay, very good. Um. Yeah. So does that bring us to Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Is that where we are right now? <laughs> I'm two episodes behind. Stop. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, man. All right. Then we can't talk I about it. Forgot. I still haven't started it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you want to binge it, right? You're waiting? No, no. It's Caitlin's uh, uh, been super busy, so we haven't been watching that much stuff together. Um, it's, uh, we'll, we'll get the, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a Mighty Mighty Ducks Ducks cast at some point, and we'll just go through everything. Um, all right. Finally, The Mitchells versus... The Machines. Now on Netflix. Does it feel like it got a smaller release than it deserves? Like, why does it feel like there was no fanfare? I agree. Even though it was supposed to to get dropped in theaters back in September of the COVID times. And then Sony was like, fuck it, let's sell it. And then they sold it to Netflix. And Netflix just said, okay, cool, here's a movie, kids, you fucking piggies. (laughs) <laughs> and that's frustrating because this movie fucking rules. Yeah, it does. It's it's high up on my best of the year list. So like, oh yeah, I, this, this is one of the first this year that I was like, I mean, I've got a few on it already, but this one like kicked in the door, waving a four four. I fucking love it, and I know that it that they're like preaching to a choir that is right. specifically me. Yep, it's yeah. beautiful animation. It's lots yeah, of lots of fun jokes. It's Lord and Miller inspired. Yep, it's basically an evolution of the Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Totally, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great cast. Yeah. It's a great it, cast. It's basically, they they took that premise and they blew it up and they grew it up and it fucking. I don't know if they grew it up. No, I think they do because like it. Yeah. Cloudy with chance. Is for like a six-year-old. Yeah, it's way. Uh, that's way sillier. I, I feel like. And this, I think, is more for a tweet. Like you could be ten or eleven or twelve. This and is you still take something away from this. the the joke about the dad accidentally turning the phone to Spanish. That was very funny. I that, had I to liked stop all because so I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing just thinking about it right now. Um, Alex, if you want to air your slight Gen Z complaints. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, I, I feel like, because I, I really liked it, I just feel like I'm like, I, I feel so old that I'm just like, sometimes the, like, the, the, the painting on everything and, like, the just, like, the, like, kind of, like, rage comic, I don't know, like, the, the web comic yeah. look of stuff that would come up in things, I didn't love that. I thought that was a little distracting. I um, the opposite of that. Yeah. I think I, 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 I go the other way too. That integrates that stuff in an interesting way to appeal to a younger generation. Because like, oh, I'm old I, man yells about um, cloud. Uh, yes, cloud, cloud. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, I completely. I, I, I'm going to complain about attention spans, but I think this does a good job of bridging that gap. Yes. I. I. I yes. And I think that, like, this is, I think, if, if anything, too, this is almost like, oh, God, yeah, this is, I, I, I can see how movies are going to start bringing in sort of, like, more of web, YouTube, and all that culture into, mm-hmm. uh, like, major films, because primarily beforehand, studios would just take those kind of creators, 
put them into studio style things and watch them yes. fail. Right. And now you're seeing like, okay, let's take some of the creative aspects of that, which I, I appreciate the creative aspects of that. Um, but like they're you're, they're trying to more like you know yeah. meet them all halfway. And I'm just saying. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. First of all, I was just like sometimes it was just like almost overstimulating. I was just like. I gotta, I gotta look down at my phone for a second because there's too much, too much stuff on the screen. I could, I could see that, uh, but no, it, it totally worked for me. I thought all, all that stuff was super fun. Um, there was a lot of stuff I was not expecting, and I really liked the like the two robots. I oh, so good. Oh, they were great. They're when awesome. they pretend to be their human, oh my god, and, oh, it just keeps going. I don't want to spoil anything that happens in the mall, but that whole sequence. Wow, is so fantastic. Bold. Yeah, honestly, the entire final sequence of this movie, from like from the daughter like driving the stick shift. To the very end is like it, it was like fifteen to twenty minutes of like my favorite thing that I've ever watched in like the in, throughout the pandemic at this point. Yeah, I don't know if it's like because everyone's a little more emotionally compromised in the pandemic, but like Possibly. I was feeling feelings. Me too. Watching this in a really strange way. Uh, I'm not a dad, but I have very dad energy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I saw it was fucking nice. Yeah. Movie. And uh, how long did you? Did it take you guys to realize it was a queer song? Oh and, yeah, like, right away. Yeah. I mean, it was. You and it's, but it's not. It's not important to her character. It's not like right. she no. needs to grow with it, or her family needs to do anything. She is just a queer main character, and it's. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 just. That's just okay. who she is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, I think that like, God. It's unfortunate that, like, people are going to freak out probably about that. <laughs> Especially well, if I think if this got a theatrical release, they would. Yeah. yeah. Like, this this got so Netflix, buried. You have to make a choice yeah. to go watch it. It's doing well on Netflix as far as the top ten. Yeah. But you so. have to make a choice to go, to go watch it. And I think that that almost enables it to do a little bit more than it could. Uh, I think the live release of this, you would get those like shitty articles about. Oh, I don't need my children's movies pandering to whatever. Yeah, I'm not and sure that would be annoying. Reasons why they went with a smaller opening weekend, even though it's doing well. I don't know if they wanted it to like have word of mouth, and then that be like something that's that's a part of the story that doesn't come out until like three to four weeks later where if you're writing that story of if you're complaining about it you're so late and no one gives a shit yeah that's true um my my i really love my only complaint is that i there's two voice cast members that i didn't super i didn't super love the little brother voice actor yeah really and i i don't super think that danny mcbride was the best choice I liked David. I, I yeah. liked him too. Yeah, it, it totally worked for me. I don't know who I would put in either of those roles, but uh, I I think that I I see what you're saying a little bit, and that Danny McBride, when I close my eyes, will never look like that dad. Right. Yeah. He'll and never that, look like that dad in my head either. He'll never look like that kind of, that like that dad. But I like Danny McBride a lot, and I think he can do that role. I just don't think the animate. I, I think the template of who he was supposed to be did not line up at all 
to any iteration. Like maybe like he that kind of dad looks like um, what's his face from Parks and Rec. Yeah, but I don't. I, he, yeah, Nick Offerman. But I don't think yeah. Nick Offerman would have worked either. No, that, no. You, that but, but you need to. But, but I know so what you mean. It's, it's a little more folk. Go more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the thing is that like we associate Dan, uh, Dan McBride so much with just being absolutely insane. Yeah, um, that like and when like you see him trying, yeah, yeah, and you see this like kind of just folksy like, uh, quirky folksy like handyman type guy that like you don't that there's yeah a little bit of dissonance there. But I think when you're right, you're right about the brother though. I think he, they need like a bit of a younger sounding person. Yeah, it was that yeah, character. He's he seen it's seemed to be one of those casting decisions in an animated movie in which they like cast someone in the company or a crew. Well, he's the director, or not the director. director. Yes. I, oh, I was it really? What they were, but they, yeah. Sometimes those work out, and it just didn't that much for me. Um. Uh, I, what what you think of Eric Andre? Sorry, go ahead. What did you think of Eric Andre? Oh, Wait, acting so normal. My, <laughs> so I think you're acting so normal. Maya Rudolph was the best. Yes, she was. I agree. She killed it. The, running, oh, yeah. the and also the running bit of the of John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's family. That's funny. So, so good. Funny. It's very funny. <laughs> yes. Um, I did like this. There's God. There's so many people in this movie, though. I would just like probably annoyingly just shout out like Conan O'Brien, <laughs> like just every time yeah. like someone uh, new would show up. Um, yeah. And again, Los Campesinos bookends this film. Can't complain yeah. at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I absolutely recommend this movie. Yeah, uh, really, really fun. Yes. Uh, it will, it will, it will. St- I don't know what else is coming for the rest of this year, but this one will stay in the top ten. Totally. I, I'm fairly. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and I wish I watched it with any one of my nephews. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I very much would like wonder like what, what kids would think of this. Like I'd like. My new stuff, I like it a lot. Cool. This kind of style, like, is, yeah, yeah. I think it, 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 but it blends all that stuff with some really great animation, like Spider Verse animation. But yep. oh, one, yeah. especially with glasses and a couple different like objects, like the glasses on Maya Rudolph's head look like they were clay yeah. and plastic on top of them, and it was just like the way it was colored and shaded in gave it this like incredible depth to a lot of the scenes mm-hmm. and I absolutely love that so like with, with the animation you know getting better and more interesting mm-hmm. you can do you can add in the silly zoomer stuff like it, I don't, it's, I don't. it's truly insane how like it's basically the spider verse template only a few years later yeah. and it's it's so much richer and yeah. I'm like well, well what the fuck is the next spider-man gonna look like <laughs> this looks this good. I, I love this animation. I think it's so fun and vibrant. I, I really, I, I really, I love it. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, definitely on my list so far. We'll see what where, where the rest of the year shakes down. Speaking of the rest of the year, what's coming up next? Anyone know? Coming soon. Yeah, the, there's two big uh, things. Cruella comes out like. Tonight, Corella comes out tonight. Yeah, the um, the embargo for Fast and the Furious uh, reviews ended last night. Oh, I it didn't even so see. Any, I don't hard. want to see anything. It, uh, it's been an off. Like I hate that we have to wait a full month. month. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is so unfair. There's another movie besides Corella that's coming out. Corella's getting oh, 
Shit, A Quiet Place. Quiet Place two. Quiet place two. Oh yeah. yeah, those are the two big for this weekend. And um, those are real big movies. Yeah. They say this is wonder. coming out. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. interested in that. That looks good. Because what Next was the That's right, and that's going right to HBO Max. Wait, right? which one? The Conjuring. Uh, the Conjuring. Oh, sweet. So I'm actually very curious as to how The Quiet Place is going to do. It's got uh, very good reviews so far. Exactly. And I like I wonder, like, is this... Because the first one, I think, was, like, a solid... I wouldn't say, like, hit, but it was, like, no, no, comparable no, and good. It was a huge hit. It made, like, $270 million. Yeah. Oh, in that case, never mind. Yeah, this is going to be... This might be the first budget. It's massive. It, and, and this this one, like, is... Like, I've, I've read, like, the headlines of reviews, and they're all like, yo, this shit is good. It's like the alien to yeah. aliens thing, you know, like type yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. It's a whole bunch of. Uh, and apparently, he's got an idea for a third one in the chamber, which I'm like, what could Paul that Rogers even there. be? I'm pumped. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, uh, two weeks. Yeah, prison that, Planet for the third one. Has, has anyone heard about the movie Samaritan? No. Oh, is it good? Um, so it's coming out in two weeks. Here's the here's the, uh, the synopsis. A young boy learns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in, st- may in fact still be around. Starring Sylvester Stallone as like what? Like a bomb right. superhero hiding. I am so I don't I've only seen the picture and on IMDb and that blurb. I'm so in. <laughs> you have my you have my. Attention. I'll see it. I want to see it. Um, yeah, I, it's the link to censor. Um, to the IMDb page for that one. By the way. Yeah, I'm thinking I might finally break the uh, the theater moratorium this weekend for Quiet Place. Then, all right. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've been going a lot. I'm still not going to go on weekends. That's not something I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, the, the, I'm not super comfortable. With the, that seems to be the only time that I think I could actually get to a theater at this point. Um, so that's why I haven't really been going. But maybe I've done it. I I just think you need to go. What I do is I, I treat a weekend viewing like I almost like I used to, where it's like, all right, cool, I'm going to a 10 or 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. at a theater I don't think a lot of people are going to be at, and that's that. Yeah. But like, I mean, uh, or so I'm just back in that in that realm. Like 11 a.m. Uh, I even went to uh, uh, the Regal by us because I haven't reactivated my AMC yet. I think I was I'm waiting till. This month, I was wanted, I was trying to wait till Memorial Day when I needed to be a steady stream. Yeah, but yeah. All right. There's a lot coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. All right. I'll, it seems like we have come to a natural stopping place. Uh, a natural quiet place, some might say. <laughs> so you can find us on the web at moviepodcast.com. You can find Russ. All over all the social medias as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter on Letterboxd as Pete Peter Petey. You can find me on Strava and Letterboxd as Johnny Tiggs. And Alex is on this podcast. That is Barely. Barely, yeah. To be fair, barely. Um, that is all for this time. Thank you all for being here with me. And thank you all for listening, hanging out, and staying with the movie movie podcast. Bye.